Welcome to The Well Drop, Own Your Wellness. I'm your host, Amber Berger. And I'm Dina Wismer. We are mothers, friends, wellness experts, and self-described warriors who have each experienced our own unique personal wellness journeys. We are your wellness friends here to give you drops of wisdom we've discovered over the years that actually work. Wellness. What is it really? The struggle is real and we're here to help sift through the noise. Today on this episode, we are very excited to welcome Sarah Karalides from Sarah K Skin Studios located in Nomad, opening up this summer. I'm so, so thrilled to have Sarah with us today. She's a dear friend, a wonderful, wonderful human being, and extremely knowledgeable about taking care of your skin from the inside out. And I'm a huge believer that our skin is a reflection of how we're caring for ourselves and that it's, it feeds itself. When we take care of our bodies, it helps our skin. And when we're feeling good in our skin, it helps our bodies. So I'm thrilled to have Sarah here. She has been fascinated with skin since she was a young child, learning from her grandmother. And after a brief detour in journalism and retail and Lord and Taylor, she really realized that her love and passion was skincare. Received the first scholarship to the Aveda Institute here in Manhattan. Right, that it was here in Manhattan, right, Sarah? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Correct. became trained and worked in a number of medical offices doing, um, you know, high-level skincare, and ultimately became the head esthetician at Joanna Vargas. She's received numerous awards, including being named Allure's Celebrity Facialist of the Year two years in a row. And as Amber said, she's just opening up her own studio and we're so lucky and so blessed to have her here with us today. So welcome, Sarah. We want to kick it off from what we've talked about already, which is your expertise in helping our skin from the inside out. Can you help us understand a little bit of what does that mean? What are we talking about when we say that? Yeah, so um, a little bit of my background because I was really embedded in more of the medical world of skincare. And I found myself as I was doing this for about six years here in New York City, I was sidetracking even on my own career to pause and talk to clients and say, okay, what are you eating? How's your stress level? What's your day-to-day life like? All of these questions that I would ask them. And I even found myself doing like my own study and research with my clients to figure out almost 16, 17 years ago, Um, when the wellness industry and the skin industry was very, very different to realize that a lot of our skin is coming from the inside out. So that's where my passion evolved, my world evolved. And then I took it from not only medical, but more into holistic. So that's how I view skin. I view skin from the inside out. Although skin does need treatment, I like to, to look at it as a holistic picture. What would you say that you've learned over the years through your experience that affects the skin based upon what we eat? Are there certain things that actually are known triggers that are kind of like a definite no for people to eat? What are your sort of like key rules for skincare? So that's a really good question. You know, when I'm speaking with a client, I kind of want to get the base of their lifestyle, their diet, what they do day to day. So key triggers, I always go, especially if they're suffering from acne, my go-to questions are, are you consuming dairy? What kind of dairy are you consuming? Are you consuming gluten, refined sugar, processed foods? So those are my main five points that I like to go over. You know, we live in New York City, um, and not just in New York City, our lives around the world are just stressful. People have kids, they have things they have to do. So my job is not to totally eliminate your stress, 
but my job is to help you maintain it so that you can have your best skin going forward as well as maybe start to um, weed out some of those things that you're eating and doing to make your skin clearer, brighter, better. Yeah, I could say this week my kids just left for camp and my skin is now broken out by stress (laughs) (laughs) and travel too because I was traveling this week. So the combination is a deadly dose for me. How would you say at least from, you know, if you're eating well on the inside and then stress is a trigger and brings something out in you, what is like an easy way to help remedy a situation like that? You know, I like to tell my clients if they can, it's like taking a moment, trying to, because they've done studies and studies have shown that even having those pauses in your life that are very critical to lower your adrenal glands, to lower your system. Coffee is another big trigger for many of my clients, especially my female clients. So if you're stressed and your go-to is just reaching for more caffeine, reaching for more coffee, I think it's time we have another conversation about maybe switching to tea, green tea, matcha, if possible, um, and just trying again to lower those adrenal glands down because that shows in our skin, especially in women. What about all those mushroom coffees? Do you, are you familiar with those at all? Do you ever use those? <laughs> I, you know, I am, Dina. I've done cachava. I've done some of the mushroom coffees, and it's not really my thing. I think they're great if you like them. I'm more of a matcha girl through and through. I gave up coffee, I don't know, five, six years ago. I do have it on vacation, but the mushroom coffees for me, I just don't like the taste personally. If you can get into them, I say go for it. Are they good for your skin, the mushroom coffees? I never thought about they're it They're better that way. than coffee. Better than coffee. I know. I'm a big matcha girl. I love matcha, especially I use a ceremonial grade matcha from Japan. But during COVID, I actually kind of kicked up a new caffeine habit of coffee. So it's funny when I was when I all of a sudden had three children at home who were on school Zoom school all day. I'd never drank coffee before, and all of a sudden during COVID, two o'clock in the afternoon, I started having a cup of coffee yeah. because. All day long, I'm feeding, educating, feeding, cleaning. You know, it was like, and you just needed something to look forward to, and it was better than vodka. So I grabbed a cup of coffee. Like the vice of coffee, like (laughs) living Uh, on the edge. So it's funny. I always was a green tea kind of, and still am, but. Now in the afternoon, I've I've been, I have an afternoon caffeine habit, which I'm not proud of. And I I don't, but yeah, I blame COVID for that as well. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So I want to talk both about the amazing tools that you have in your new skin studio. But before we get there, I also, you've given us so many helpful suggestions. When I say us, I mean my family about things to do at home. For instance, when my daughter seared her skin in the sun and came to you bubbling from sun, you know, from sun poisoning, you recommend it. You can say, I mean, you have wonderful home remedies that you recommend all the time to enhance the wonderful tools you have in your skin studio as well. Are there certain things that people, women can keep in their kitchens that would be helpful and useful for either acne, sun poisoning, wrinkles, any number of ailments? You know, I love this question. I think Greek yogurt is a staple. Like if it's many people have it in your house and maybe even if you're not consuming the dairy, which I don't eat the dairy personally, but my husband is Greek. So it was like, it was always a staple in his culture and his home. And the Greek yogurt is different here than abroad, but having Greek yogurt on hand for your skin, it's great in lactic acid. It's great for sunburns. Um, That lactic acid can help lightly exfoliate the top of the skin. I also love honey. Honey is great for skin. Manuka honey is even better if you can get your hands on some Manuka honey. I think those two things, having them from your kitchen 
onto your face topically if you can do a mask and it's like basically a maybe a fourth a cup of honey or a fourth a cup of greek yogurt with a tablespoon of honey mixed in those are great from the pantry to your skin turmeric is also another good one for brightening for pigmentation turmeric though we know stains so i always advise people if you're going to do a turmeric mask make sure the next day you don't have an event or you don't have something to do just in case you have that little bit of oranginess left over in your skin. I was going to say, my hands are always stained after I cook with turmeric. Yeah. (laughs) Stains your tools, stains your fingernails. It's great and it's an ancient technique, but it can stain. So you just have to be careful with it. Citrus is another one that people often reach for, but citrus you have to be a little bit careful with because it can cause the opposite effect and actually create a burn topically. So citrus I tend to prefer in more of a formulated product, but Greek yogurt, honey, even oats. If you need exfoliation and you're out of an exfoliant, grind up some oats and mix that in. And that's a great topical exfoliant for your skin. I never thought of that. How long would you keep that mask on? Either if it's a Greek yogurt mask or the honey mask. That mask will typically dry on the top of the face within five to 10 minutes. And you want to make sure to remove it after that. Um, It's also lactic acid. So although it will absorb the burn, it will give you a little bit of exfoliation. You don't want to leave it on too long because you want, it doesn't naturally have a stop in the lactic acid. So you want to make sure to take it off, I would say, after five to 10 minutes. You know, speaking of teenagers, I think so many mothers, you know, when their daughters start to break out, everyone freaks out in the house. I'm like, what do I do? Where should I go? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you, because also sometimes, you know, you can, you know, some of the products, because their skin is young, can be too harsh. What would you recommend for mothers of teenage girls that would be sort of like the first steps for them in their skincare regimen? You know, I think one of the first steps, like I just saw a teenager this afternoon, and one of the first things I always tell my clients, it they tend to go to the mirror and naturally pick at their skin, teenagers. And we don't realize like our fingers are full of bacteria, our face is full of bacteria. So not picking is like one of the first things you can do advice-wise, because it's natural as you're growing up to look as your hormones are changing and just look at your face and want to fix it, but not picking is the first step. Make sure you're cleaning your face as a teenager. It sounds so simple and so silly, but really cleaning your face at the end of the day. Teenagers sometimes tend to miss around their hairline or where their hair would hit. So you have to make sure to get the soap all the way off of your face as well. Like it's great to have baby washcloths on hand or muslin just to wipe the skin all the way off. And then in terms of products, treatments, it depends on the teenagers. Usually it's hormonal acne, it's teenage acne, and that's when it gets into more custom things. But I don't believe in over drying the acne. So I like to start there and kind of take it as a base from there on up. So are are there things at home, uh, kitchen items that can help if you don't have access to, let's say, products, specific products, or is acne a hard one to address in the kitchen? You know, Dina, acne is a hard one to address. I would more so prefer that somebody reaches, like there are great natural brands out there that are not expensive. There are also French pharmacy brands that are now in our local Join Reads, our CVSs that are great and they're not super pricey. I mean, those range from some of those spot treatments that are great from like La Roche-Posay. For example, they range from $10 on up even $15 on up. I would prefer that for acne because when you start to get into essential oil, playing around with some of these, you can create actually with tea tree and whatnot, a topical burn. So then you might be stripping um, the microbiome rather than helping it. So with acne, it's good sometimes, like I've had teenagers who were doing um, CMOS gel masks, for example, 
And that's great for mineralization because that's some people have it in their kitchen, some don't. Spirulina can also be great mixed with Greek yogurt for brightening, but with acne, it's good to try to get on a routine. And what about witch hazel? That was another at-home one that as a teenager, I know I tried. Probably. <laughs> Is that also one that Same. can be dangerous? Witch hazel is tricky. If you have very, very oily skin, witch hazel can be okay. But if you're if you don't have excessively oily skin, it can actually dry the top of the skin too much. So you just have to be careful with it. And also probably for teenagers too, cleaning up their diet. I mean, most kids eat too much sugar, too much gluten, too much dairy. Cleaning up, you know, a child's diet a little bit during maybe that hormonal phase while they're starting, you know, they're exactly. during in puberty. To the extent they will listen to you. Well, <laughs> exactly. The struggle this is, is the real is what we always say. It's the always struggle a struggle. Is real. That's when you bring them to somebody like Sarah because they don't listen to you. And you're like, well, listen, yes. listen to the professional because. <laughs> She's the expert. What does mommy know? Yeah, this is teenagers are hard. So it's just somebody else trying to tell them what to do. Right. So speaking of your new studio, can you tell us what an experience would be like walking in the doors and if you have specific machines and products that you use and why you chose those based upon your past experience to have them in your new studio? Yeah, that's. Um, you know, I want the experience when a client walks in, everything I have here is specifically tailored to different things that clients need. So I treat everything from pro-aging to acne clients. Um, and again, it's from the inside out, but I do specialize Not in to interrupt, but I just want to mark what you said, pro-aging is the most, I don't, yeah, I, I have say, not heard that, that term before. <laughs> and I think that's really? the most lovely what term as opposed to not wanting, as opposed to not wanting to age. I like pro-aging. To be aging well. So sorry, I'm sorry I know I interrupted you, but I just wanted to note that I think that's so lovely because- you know, we're always against aging, but in my head, I'm like, well, the alternative is no better, right? I mean, you like, yeah. want to age. Yeah, if you're not is, aging, you're dead. You're not here. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, Sarah, and to interrupt, but that was so no. lovely. <laughs> I love that, Dina. I, you know, and I think our skin is a celebration of our life, right? And our skin is our reflection. It's our window into who we are, how we're living. It's our basis for our window, um, our reflection. Like I was saying, so. Everything when you walk into my studio is customized around that. So I use microcurrent ultrasound technology. I use a little bit of radio frequency. I truly believe in LED light, which is the base for building collagen. It really strengthens and builds your ATP in your skin. And I have a bunch of other fun tools. And then, of course, what I'm doing here, I use actives in the studio and my skincare products and my skincare line. So I also train clients when you go home. It is basically up to you how far you want to take the treatments. So what I'm doing here, it will go even further if you can do a little bit of work at home to enhance that. That's great. Can you tell us a little bit about the products that you have in your studio? Are they your own product line or do you have other brands that you also highlight that you like? No, you know, going into my own venture here in New York, I didn't want my own product line because there are so many Formulations take years and it's quite expensive to formulate your own product line. So I do work with a company called Environ, which is out of South Africa. I love their skincare results. They're awesome. And everything is coming from a lab as well. So I am also working with another line called Atour, which is from Germany. They both, both of the lines have actives in them. Um, Atour is really focused on a hyaluron active healing property and really making the skin glow as soon as you start using it it's really 
focused on calming and healing and glow, whereas Environ is more of the active treatment line. Um, and then I'm still on the hunt for my more holistic line. So I still have a couple lines to bring in, but that's where I'm starting. That's great. I love Environ. I've been using that for years and I'm excited to check out a tour. I don't know that one yet. Yeah, they're both awesome. I'm really happy to carry and work with both of them. I think a big thing when it comes to wellness, skincare, that we all have to actually put in the work and a lot of people don't think about it like that. But there was like an amazing quote of, you know, it's hard to be healthy. It's hard to be sick. Choose your hard. And so if you want to look good, it takes effort. And I think a lot of people have become really good at going to the dermatologist just for Botox. Like that's just kind of, that's their effort. But I don't know what that's going to look like in 30 years. You know, I think it's about either daily maintenance, weekly maintenance, monthly maintenance, whatever it is that you can do by putting in that effort, you'll end up seeing the benefits. So when you send your clients home, what are some at-home suggestions that you give to your clients of how they can help to maintain their beauty? Well, I love active and skincare. I think um, majority of people should be using a vitamin C or a pure retinol-based skincare product because that's really the retinal skin is the skin that's just amazing at age as well, but I don't want to overstrip the skin again. And that's something so simple. Again, it doesn't have to be super expensive as well. It can be something that a professional is recommending, or you start with over-the-counter products and work your way up. I also believe in investment tools at home. If the, the client is willing to put in just a little bit of time every day, something like the LED masks at home, the gua sha tools are great. Um, You know, there's so many YouTube videos, Instagram videos of professionals, people like me, people like Lanshin in Brooklyn, who provide this information for consumers to have. And it just takes that little bit of watching and investing in those tools. And the tools are not that expensive. But if you can continue to improve your lymphatic system, if you can continue to use your actives, that little bit of work every single day adds up to a lot over time. Yeah, I totally agree. The answer to this question will vary depending on the need. But if you had a limited budget and you were coming into the studio, are there particular treatments that are good for everybody? Does it really depend on, I mean, you know, if I'm not, if I really have limited time and energy to spend, where should I spend it and what should I do? You know, that's a great question. In terms of at home, if you have limited time and energy to spend, I say just spend five minutes a day doing your gua sha because a third of our lymphatic system resides in our face and neck. So it's really important. That's important for your overall health and well-being. It's very easy to do. It's very inexpensive to do. And then on top of it, after your gua sha tool and technique, you can put a very gentle active on top of your skin. And again, that doesn't have to be expensive. And that takes just after you cleanse your face, that's just a 30 second application. So I love that. And then in terms of my studio, what I love to see clients doing is even if somebody's coming to me, for example, quarterly, or they're coming a couple times a year, a good cleanup is great. Microcurrent is great. And light LED light is always great. Um, but at home, I want to see clients putting in just a, that little bit of work makes it a little bit of a difference over time, a big difference over time, actually. And I think when you create that daily ritual for yourself, you sort of end up craving, it's like flossing. It's like once you really start flossing as like a teenager, and you can even start this maybe when you're young of just the ritual of actually doing it. And then when you don't do it for a couple of days, you kind of personally start to crave it. 
And it's just five minutes. We're all so tired at night and people have a hard time, I think, sometimes washing their face. But when you prioritize it, I think it then just starts to feel easy. It doesn't feel like a chore and it actually feels like you're nourishing your body, yes. right? And taking care of your body. And rituals can be exactly. a form of meditation, which circles us back to where we started in saying that taking a moment for yourself helps your skin as well. Even if you depend, it doesn't even matter what you're doing, but taking that moment of quiet is so good for your nervous system in general that it's, again, like as you said, Amber, it becomes addictive yeah. and it's it's part of your... It's a way to take care of yourself. Mindful. Yeah. And I think that's something that everyone in general, I try to gauge with. I will ask, I've had girlfriends say to me, they're like, it's great that you have this great routine and you suggest this, but you know, I have kids at home and I'm working full time and I just don't have the time nor the budget to put this in. And I say, okay, give me your budget. How much time do you have? And I'm like, at the end of the night, if you even swipe toner across your face and put an active on your skin and a moisturizer and go to sleep, I'm happy with that. So it's always a question of how much time and energy and money you are willing to put in, but it doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's a super expensive process as well. I think people sometimes just get turned off by the idea of it because there's a benefit to social media that there's so much out there and you could use it for education, but then there's also it try to glamorizes this aspect of you know, self-care and it makes it seem like daunting and so people just turn off and they don't even want to open that door, crack it open. But, you know, if you're sitting there, I'm sure everyone can track how much they're on social media on a daily basis. And I'm sure you can cut five minutes off of being on, you know, whatever thing that you indulge in, even if it's TV, just, or do it while you're <laughs> swiping. I don't know. Well, it's funny, Sarah, I'm thinking as we're talking, I know Sarah's husband and he's a lovely man, but a handful as well. So if you can make time after dealing with him all day, to also the five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, I'm just joking. Yeah. He's wonderful, but you know what no, I mean? But we he, all have... <laughs> yeah, but I, I do, I mean, he is a lot of energy and I do love to give time to my family and I get that people are limited on time. I do this for a living and, you know, there's a, a saying in wellness that we're like, we take care of everyone else but ourselves. So at the end of the day, I do set aside just those few minutes make a huge difference in my life. And I know it's difficult for everyone, but it's like, if you can do it, just put in that little bit of time and it will it will pay off. Yeah. Speaking of community, we love talking about how Dina and I are the experts of finding the experts. So can you and Dina talk a little bit about how you guys actually met? Sure. Yeah. So I met Sarah through her husband, Lambros, who I work out with. Um, he was a world-famous boxer, right, Sarah? Is that overstating the case? <laughs> he was very, yeah, he won the Golden Gloves. He went pro. My husband was very, very talented boxer. And he now works as a physical trainer here in New York City. He's a fantastic guy. I joke that he's a handful because, you know, yeah. mine is, my husband is too. <laughs> but yeah, um, but how did you guys even start to talk about... So he for skincare you, and he referred, I guess. He he his kept wife saying, you. "You have to go see my wife. You have to go see my wife." And as we're talking, I said, "Well, I don't have time." Finally, I was able to make the time. And after my first meeting with Sarah, I was like, "Oh boy, I, this is something I have to make time for because not only do you feel so good and refreshed, but your presence is so calming, and it, you know, you really do feel." rejuvenated after leaving, not just because your skin's been cared for, but you've been cared for as a whole human being. And so then I started bringing my daughter and Sarah's helped her tremendously with her acne as well. But it's it's a journey, right? I mean, she, you know, it's 
It's a partnership. It's a partnership. And and especially working with children and teenagers, Sarah gives her all the advice and she doesn't necessarily follow it. And that's okay. We take it day by day, I think. Um, I think it's not about being perfect, but I think they, even as teenagers, as long as they start to hear it, you know, they kind of take in little bits, they'll do little bits. And then in time, hopefully they keep, you know. Yes growing with yeah. the regimen. I, I think Amber and Zena, along with that vein, because I was dealing this morning with a teenager and they were telling me they're going to camp and they're lifeguarding, which hearing that being in my 40s, I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. What's the number one thing I'm thinking you should do? Sunscreen. So starting kids early, as early as possible, just to t- talk about these things, to take these steps, just to take small things to take care of themselves for future benefit. Because immediately with teenagers, I know sometimes there's some sunscreen that doesn't happen or they don't clean their face properly or whatever it is, but it resonated with her. And I was like, okay, there's a win. She will wear sunscreen. <laughs> exactly. So Sarah, I'm, I, just to reiterate for our, our listeners, you know, I'm hearing so many takeaways, but part of what's sticking with me is the fourth a cup yogurt with a teaspoon of honey at home is fantastic. The LED light is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, guasha. Guasha is fantastic to do at home. Um, that these are three things that really we can keep around the house that would support not only our skin, but our our routines and our wellness and our mindfulness as well. Um, did I miss anything in that summary? No, Dina, that's great to have at home. If you could do start with those three things, that would be awesome. That's great. Can you tell us a little bit about the products that you have in your studio? Are they your own product line or do you have other brands that you also highlight? that you like? No, you know, going into my own venture here in New York, I didn't want my own product line because there's so many formulations take years and it's quite expensive to formulate your own product line. So I do work with a company called Environ, which is out of South Africa. I love their skincare results. They're awesome. And everything is coming from a lab as well. So I am also working with another line called Atour which is from Germany. They both, both of the lines have actives in them. Um, a tour is really focused on a hyaluron active healing property and really making the skin glow. As soon as you start using it, it's really focused on calming and healing and glow. Whereas Environ is more of the active treatment line. Um, and then I'm still on the hunt for my more holistic line. So I still have a couple lines to bring in, but that's where I'm starting. That's great. I love Environ. I've been using that for years and I'm excited to check out a tour. I don't know that one yet. Yeah, they're both awesome. I'm really happy to carry and work with both of them. I guess in today's world of skincare, what excites you the most about the future in skincare? Oh my goodness. So many things, you know, something having turned 40, I think that social media has brought us this pressure to no matter who you are in the world, like I travel with my husband who's from Greece and I hear people talking about the Kardashians who don't live in this country, for example. And I think that's awesome. Like they have their presence. But the thing that excites me about skincare is there is this kind of pressure to look a certain way or do certain procedures by a certain time in life. And I think with everything that's adding up on the flip side of that, Um, less women and men might be having facelifts and might be doing uh, less work. So on the cosmetic side of it, that excites me. And also on the more natural side of it, um, 
versus when I started in skincare, there are more and more natural products coming on the market. And those are all uh, of all different price points. And it's more accessible to everyone. Because I know 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it was much more expensive. It was kind of like, uh, it was only considered luxury. And now you can walk into a Sephora, you can walk into Blue Mercury, you can walk into even the drugstore and find Target has their natural section. So I think that's great. I think that there's more awareness of well-being and that the beauty industry is tied into wellness now. So you're seeing like a 360 view of what the future will hold. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, we can't thank you enough for, again for being here today. And it's always a pleasure to talk to you um, and oh, for all the you information both. you've given to us and, and that we're excited to share. Yes. Thank you so much. I think the best tool that we could take with us, you know, on the road is the gua sha. So I think Thank you for suggesting that it's like an easy at-home skincare hack. It doesn't take too much time. You can just you know, Love it. do it anywhere, anytime. And um, good luck with your new studio. We can't wait to come in. And we'll see Thank you soon. You. Thank you. Subscribe to The Well Drop on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Share with a friend who can benefit from listening too. Follow us on social media at The Well Drop. The Well Drop podcast and content posted by Amber Berger and Dina Wismer is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast or website is at the user's own risk. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. The Well Drop is not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast.